All the thoughts and ideas you hear on this show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We are just two guys hanging out talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is Tasty 219 Season 3, Episode 10, the season finale of this show currently. Over 30 episodes we've done. This is a 33rd episode. Yeah, it's crazy that we're to this point. Crazy 219, um, we should call it. <laughs> we're excited to be here on location today. Well, who's we? Who are you? We didn't say our names yet. <laughs> you said I'm Larry and this is Greg, right? I don't think I did. Okay. <laughs> well, that happened. That's us. Well, this is Greg, and as per usual, I'm here with Larry. What's up? Or do you want to start over? No, this is, it's funny. Okay. Let's, take, let's right. go with it. And I like we it. are fortunate enough to have the tap room supervisor, Haley, with us. Hi. And also, Allison is behind the bar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we met them a few weeks ago when we did the Bistro on the Greens podcast. We did a short pre-podcast of their venue. Yes. And that's how we got to meet you. And we thought it was such a good vibe. Aww. And you guys were so openly friendly. Oh, great. Uh, it was Larry's idea to do this for our season three finale, and I'm excited to be here. And it's the first time that we've had been on location, have someone from the venue, oh. and a guest on all in the same program. Wow! So I'm honored. True. Oh, not true. Uh oh, fake news. Who else? Jeremy from the Peak. Okay, well he wasn't a guest. He was with the show. That's what I just said. I said we're doing all three. Oh well, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yep. So <laughs> we are at Manic Meadery. Mm-hmm. That's at 1003 East Summit Street, Suite 3 in Crown Point, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it's in the Summit Square Plaza. Mm. The website is manicmeadery.com. And why don't you tell us your hours of operation, Haley? Yeah, sure. So we're open Thursday through Sunday. Uh, Thursday, we're open 4 to 9. Friday and Saturday, 1 to 9, and Sunday, 1 to 6. Now, do you have one of those days that you find is busier than the rest? I mean, Saturdays are usually the busiest, which is to be expected. I mean, most people are off work, but it's uh, it varies. You know, Allison and I really never know what to expect. Like, if we have a new release, sometimes we're super oh, sure, busy sure. on uh, on Thursdays because that's usually we'll have a public release on Saturdays, but everyone wants to come and try the new stuff that's on tap. So right, right. on Saturday they come and they can go hog wild buying bottles. So that's what we're doing right now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys are having the Grand Rose. Cool. Now that's a mead uh, that is fully carbonated, and that is Muscat grapes with star thistle honey. So we call that a piment. Um, that's okay. a style of mead made with grapes. Cool. Mm-hmm. And for those, that has got some balls to it. It does. <laughs> it is really strong. Um, <laughs> and for those listeners that don't know, uh, we we were here and we got kind of a, a education last time. What exactly is a mead? Sure. So mead is a uh, fermented honey drink. Um, all you need to make mead is honey, water, and yeast. That's sure. a, called a traditional mead. Um, and mead is actually the oldest fermented beverage, older than beer or wine. So the, the Vikings made mead, the Romans, the ancient Egyptians, ancient Chinese. Because everyone, pretty much everyone oh. on all continents has access to honey. Because um, wherever there's bees, there's honey. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think, and I, now I think you I, guys craft different ones. Um, 
I, I noticed it said that you release about 75 different ones annually. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but we... That's wild. Yeah, we, way more than I thought. We, we do release a lot. Like, usually, uh, this last release, we had um, eight new meads. Um, we usually release meads, like, every, every other month. Sure. Um, depending on what what we have available and ready, because the mead will you know let us know when it's ready. Right. right. Uh, sometimes it has to sit longer to, to taste good. So, yeah, we've released a ton of meads. We'll be open four years this December. Oh and, wow, that's huge! Yeah, Super cool. I've been here pretty much since the beginning, and I, I can't count really? how many we've released. Yeah, that's it's been awesome. A lot. So. so now in the tap room, mm-hmm. is it just you and Allison usually? Um, lately, yes. Yeah. Uh, we had another guy, Rob. Um, he unfortunately had to leave us. Oh, we miss I'm him sure. dearly. <laughs> um, and then we have Brandon. He's head of production. Tony, who just walked in, he's one of the owners. And Keith is also one of the owners. And Vanessa is Tony's wife. She's part owner as well. Oh. So mostly it's just me and Allison. People come in and they go, oh, you're you're here again. And it's like, yeah, we're pretty much here all the time. So people recognize us. When I was doing my research for the episode, I saw that your face was on the website. And yeah. it, that was a, your website is really informative. Oh, good. It gave yeah. a lot of great information. Good. Well, now you have mentioned Tony and Keith and they're like partners. Yes. Partners and best friends. So yeah. they've known each other since I think Either they were since they were six years old or since sixth grade. It's six something. <laughs> I can't remember. Regardless, that's adorable. <laughs> and they're, I love that. They're yeah. both in their forties, so they, you know, wanted to start something, something big together. They were both home brewers sure. to start, um, but the market's pretty saturated with breweries, so they decided Ain't to. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> they decided to give me a try because it's the new up and coming thing. I like that. It's different. And. Um, sure. But we did just open a brewery as well, too. So right. I'm, that being said. <laughs> I'm going to have you hit on that a little okay. later. Yeah. Uh, so right now at this location, mm-hmm. you guys craft mead, wines, and ciders. Correct. Yeah. Um, we're in the process of moving all of our production over to the new location just because it's much bigger. Sure, sure. Um, we'll still keep this tap room here. But it'll just be strictly a tap room? Yes. Cool. Yes. Cool. Um, so all production will happen over at the new facility. Um, right now, we're in the process of moving all of the stuff over there. So we have, you know, big tanks that are still full of mead. You have to bottle and and get all that out of there before you move the tanks. So sure. we're in the process of getting all that bottled and ready, and then moving the tanks over. So. Well, that's a good segue. Why don't we talk about where that location is? Sure. So that's Gnosis Brewing. That's G-N-O-S-I-S. And that's on Utah Street in Maryville. So cool. it's, there's a little access um, street right behind Big Lots. Mm-hmm. Um, they're open Saturdays and Sundays to start for now. Um, I believe their hours Saturday are, I think, I always get it mixed up. Uh, I think 4 to 10, and then Sunday is 2 to 6, I believe. Very and they're cool. currently open, you say? Yes. Yeah, oh. they opened last month. Well, okay. uh, we Great. are probably going to go there tomorrow, then. You should. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Tomorrow they're actually going to be closed because well, we're okay. having a, our Founders Club party That's right. over oh, there. Right on, which is yeah. cool. So, well, but Sunday. We'll, Sunday. You know? Yeah. yeah. Or next weekend. We could do it Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That'd and then fun. just add on to the show. No, I, did, I just, just wanted to go there and have beer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can do that, too. Totally. Yeah. And it's more familiarly known as the old Devis, Devil's Trumpet location, Correct. right? So we did not buy their brand. We just bought the building. So yeah. Devil's Trumpet, or 
doing their own thing somewhere else. Sure. Um, but it's been totally rebranded as Gnosis Brewing. Um, they've redone the tap room. It looks very lovely. Um, so if, yeah, you check it out. I'm super stoked about yeah. that. And um, is it a startup brewery? Have they been in, in production before this? Um, so no, they. Uh, it's Tony and Keith are, are in Gnosis as well, but then it's also three other guys, Brandon Pope, um, Adam Young, and Eric Verbeek. Cool. So they have a couple new up, partners dude? over there. Yeah, they're real nice guys. <laughs> right on. Um, so that's a kind of a new venture for them. Um, but they've been pouring Gnosis beer for the, maybe the last year or so at... Um, like beer fests or at our Sugar Belt Mead Festival, we did have Gnosis there as well. Okay. So cool. getting the name out there. And awesome. now will they offer food at that location? Um, I don't, I think eventually they want to do food. Right now they don't have food. So um, it'll be like this where you can bring in your own and. Uh, I think you can bring in your own have, there. Yeah. yeah I'm not quite sure on that, but um, you can definitely call ahead and ask. Sure, or, sure. Let yeah. you know. Oh, that's awesome. I'm really excited to try that. New brewery is always cool. Right, Mm -hmm. it is. Um, So you're going to offer some of the Gnosis Brewing items here? They hope to at some point. Um, Right now, we don't have any Gnosis on tap here. And similarly, at Gnosis, they don't have any manic mead on tap. Sure. You can get cider at both locations. um, But Gnosis is strictly beer. Manic is strictly mead, wine, cider. Okay, right on. Very Mm -hmm. good. So when you're here, whoa, um, that makes my hair on my arm stand up like the it is a punch. It does hit you, yeah. And we we talk about um, the uh, IBUs of Mm. uh, beer and wine and cider, and uh, meads are typically higher, and that's why they're usually smaller serving sizes. Correct. It depends on the style, because we do also do uh, session meads, which are also called hydromels. It's a different style. Like I mentioned the pie mint before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hydromels or sessions are lower ABV, so around 6%. Um, so we do have those on offer where we do give you a bigger pour. But sure. the, yeah, the meads tend to, the things that we specialize in usually are a little bit higher. Sure, um, so yeah. Yeah, around 14% on average. <laughs> and that's pretty, but, like, I mean, that's two beers. I mean, that's two heavy beers. That's a glass of wine. A glass of wine's usually around 14%. Sure, that's yeah. true, and wine creeps up on your fast. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I love wine. So one of the um, exciting or interesting things that we came across when we were here the first time was your flights of four. Mm-hmm. And um, you can mix and match. That Super was, cool. I love that. That was really fun. Um, could you explain that a little bit and uh, what the discount is when you do get a flight off of the regular pours? Sure. So uh, as we mentioned before, we have mead, wine, and cider available and you can choose anything off the menu that we have, um, excluding the Founders Club section. That's sure. only, obviously, for our Founders Club. People still try to order that, but... <laughs> it literally says Founders Club. You got to let them yeah. down sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can choose a mead, wine, cider. can all go on the same flight. Um, the more expensive meads are going to be, like, the specialty ones where we've adjuncted them. So that means adding, you know, whole vanilla beans, um, oh, cool. Ugandan ch- cocoa nibs, uh Coffee. Uh, we've done some coffee, a coffee mead with a local roastery here in town, Steam Whistle. 
Um, we nice. did their Mexican. Oh, I'm a big fan of steam whistle. Yeah, they're real nice people. Um, the Mexican Oaxaca. Sure. We we used from them in the um, Midnight Elliot. That went over really well. Super cool. Just as an example. But anywho, um, those are going to be a little more expensive, and your flight can range anywhere from ten dollars if you get all cider to over. $30 if you do all the fancy Specialties. specialty meats, but you do get $2 off any flight you choose. Yeah. So I, I, I have two different trains of thought, and I don't know which one I want to <laughs> get out first, but I know Larry and I love the people that do collabs with other people. Mm. It's just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it's that. just so fun to see that, that it's not just competitive, mm-hmm. that you... The industry works together. Absolutely. And, and you see that all over. Yeah, because, I mean, if you do something cool and someone you know has their own thing and they do something cool, you can probably do something really cool together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. We did one recently, actually, a session mead, like I was mentioning, called Scarlet. And that was a collab with Grindhouse um, in Griffith. Love Grindhouse, too. Yeah. yeah. I've never been there, but the Scarlet, everyone loved it. It was cool. really, really good. <clears throat> Sold very well. Good. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted to go into the specialty one that caught my eye. Okay. Was the Atomic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and have do you get to sample all of them serving? Oh, absolutely, Whoa. yes. So do you feel like you, you hit all the notes with that? Oh, surely. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I have to say uh, I'm a bad region person. I'm from the region, but I've never actually had an atomic cake. Oh, my so gosh. I don't I, know what an atomic cake is, and okay, I've lived in the see, Midwest my entire I life. I didn't either. I didn't, until we released that mead, I had no idea what, <laughs> what atomic cake. It? So it's bananas, strawberries. Um, the meat itself is bananas, strawberries, cocoa nibs and vanilla the cake is like a layered cake so you have like a i think it's a yellow cake layer and then you have a layer of actual banana and then you have a layer of chocolate cake i think and then a strawberry like fruit strawberry layer Um, maybe i have had this yeah and our friends at uh Desserts by Juliet and Couch, so they do their cupcakes in a cup so mm-hmm. you can walk around and eat them. Mm-hmm. They've just rolled out an atomic uh-huh. one of those. I'm Googling so, what an atomic cake looks like, I have to know. Yeah, <laughs> it, she described it very well. It's usually a layer of a chocolate pudding and chocolate cake and banana. Oh, yeah, I've banana. had this plenty of times. Yeah. Okay, see, I've never I had one. That, why is it called that? Atomic is a really uh, abrasive word. Uh, it's just like everything. It's an explosion in, it, in your mouth. I don't know. Um, that one, that too, tracks, sure. is, is a good way to to mention we actually you know use all real whole ingredients in our in our meads so that one that's sick vanessa who i mentioned earlier tony's wife um she actually like peeled most of the bananas that went into the atomic oh like my goodness. that's so pounds cool. and pounds of bananas <laughs> <That sounds rough. laughs> it was really fun yeah it took her a while it took her a couple hours so <laughs> that's very cool I'm incredibly interested in getting some of that i mean i can hook you up <laughs> I, I know the bartender right all that's yeah just- Nice to know the people. That's awesome. <laughs> you also have a section, uh, and I don't know if it's new or not. It's the shipping to residences. Oh, yeah. So we launched that actually oh, cool. during COVID. It was just kind of kismet that it happened that way. Um, we launched online sales, and that's really helped us get through COVID. Um, oh, yeah. We shipped to 42 states. Um, so if your state's not on there, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can go on the website, manicmeadery.com, and there's a section for shipping. Um, and we ship almost everything as long as it's bottled. Like, we do have some meads and ciders that 
you can only get in the tap room so we don't have them corked um, so you can only get those here but the ones that are corked or the cans we can ship to you great yeah great and then um, the last thing that I have on my list is um, the Founders Club. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I saw that there was an email list that you could get on, and you, how does that work? There's a limited number, and then when people fall off, you open it up to people who are on that list? So, yeah, our Founders Club, they're some of the best people. Um, they also really, really helped us get through COVID. And me personally, you know, a lot of bartenders lost their jobs during COVID. Sure. and. Without the Founders Club, I wouldn't have, you know, been able to keep my my job here. So, big shout out to them. They're all wonderful people, and we get to know them pretty well. So, we keep our club relatively small. Um, it's right. about 300 people, and yes, that we renew it once a year. So, if you want to be on the waiting list, you just go to manicmeter.com. There's a section for. Founders Club, and you can put your email in there for the waiting list. We're in the process of renewing for this coming year right now. Um, so yeah, when if people choose not to come back for another year, that's how many slots open up, and then we choose off of the waiting list. Um, waiting list is quite lengthy right now. I think we have about 400 emails on that list. Can you say what the membership, is, the fee is? Sure, yeah. So this year, um, we have a single membership and a double mem- membership. A single membership is two ninety five a year, uh, and the That's double. The double, I think, they kept at five hundred, five hundred dollars. Sure. Um, so you get eight members only bottles a year, uh, in the single membership, and the double membership is obviously double the amount of bottles. So you sure. get two of each. Every, Very cool. Every quarter, we release another two. Um, you also get other perks like ten percent off on drinks in the tap room and ten uh, percent off on merch. That's get, awesome. You get invited to our Facebook group. It's a it's a secret Facebook group for only <laughs> only founders club members. Um, you get first dibs on any public bottles we release. So there have been times where we release public bottles and the public doesn't even get a chance at them Ooh, because the founders club just snatches them all up. <laughs> so I you have get to that comment on how sick the music is in here. <laughs> well, thank you. It's been like like Take a Mac Sunday and Story So Far and like Newfound Glory and all the high school shit that mm-hmm. I never grew out of Oh no! I still Me. listen to in my 30s. Me it's either, on man. now and it's awesome. I'm yeah. super into this. This is, uh, this is great. Good, yeah. Me and, me and Allison like to jam out while we're here. And <laughs> luckily, Tony and Keith let us pretty much listen to whatever we want. Very cool. So, yeah. within reason. I don't get to put typo negative on as much as I would like, but <laughs> that's at the end of the night when it's Probably like almost Probably the first closed. mention of typo on this show. And... <laughs> Super psyched that it happened. I wish I was wearing my typo shirt today. I have one that I... <laughs> I have an October Rush shirt with the... <sighs> I've got, I've got the, like, the bloody kisses one. Yeah. Oh, you're I, so cool. I distressed <laughs> it myself and put holes in it and everything. Anyway. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. You are a great face for Manic Meter. I, oh, I, thank you. Larry and I came in here. We were welcomed so much last time, and you didn't even know who we were until the end. So it was a genuine friendliness that we totally. experienced. I'm really glad that you felt that way because that's really what Allison and I try to, you know, we just talk to people like we already know them. Totally. And, nailed it. You know, that's, I think, what peeps, keeps people coming back is, you oh. know, you just welcome everybody and uh, happy happy to have you. We wouldn't have jobs without <laughs> without people coming in. So, sure, that's, you know. that's valid. That's how it goes. That's, now we're, uh, I'm facing some beautiful artwork that's on the walls. Oh, yeah. Um, is that for sale? 
Is it uh, something like that? Yes, actually. So that's done by um, a friend of ours. Her name's Amanda Pickett. She has her own, uh, she keeps her own bees. She has a website, queenbeepicketfarms.com. I actually have her card oh, yeah, up top there. So she took all those photographs in her, uh, in her garden. And you can go to her website and purchase any of those. And she has lots more, too. She was actually talking about changing that display to reflect more of a fall vibe. Oh, uh, we haven't done I it yet. See that. But yeah, it's yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah you can also. Pe- right, the photographs of these bees are stunningly beautiful. Yeah. The fact that a camera lens can get that insane of amount of detail on something as small as a bee is bonkers to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and she actually let me pick which ones we, we put up. So oh, that's awesome. I, I asked for this, the spider one. It's a little jumping spider, really no bigger than like the tip of your pinky. Uh, people are really kind of afraid of spiders, but they're... Oh, yeah, I get that. I mean, they're just doing their spider thing, not trying to hurt you I mean, on yeah, purpose. That's, that's true. So. Yeah, everyone, everyone has their function in the for systems, sure. huh? Yeah. So, Larry, I've kind of hogged this. Do you have anything? <laughs> I mean, no, you're the notes guy, and I'm the... Yeah, your notes are very neat. I'm a, <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Kind of go by the seat of my pants guy. <laughs> then I have so that's just sw- what I've, I've been doing, and it's fine. Okay, so. well, just jump in any time, because I feel bad. Right, man, what's up? We're good. <laughs> and then the last thing that I want to touch on before mm-hmm. we turn it over to anything that you want to share that we haven't touched on mm-hmm. is you have this beautiful trifold, and it's... Um, the South Shore Winery Trail mm-hmm. along Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. and it features 10 different wineries. Sure. Um, how much traction do you get from that? Do you have people that come in and they specifically have set out to do this? Absolutely. It's um, kind of the Indiana take on like the Michigan Wine Trail. It's a, not quite as extensive as the Michigan Wine Trail, but there are definitely a few stops. Um, that brochure is sadly out of date. Um, oh. We do need new ones, but it's a good uh, thing to give to people who come through because you know we have people from all over the country that stop by. I've had people from Alaska. I've had people oh, from Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I've had people from Connecticut, um, you know, East Coast, of course, Florida, California, everywhere. Oklahoma, I just had not too long ago. I think the furthest I've had, I had someone from Russia in here, which was kind of cool. And they gave me one of those little, uh, like a keychain with one of the Russian dolls on it. (laughs) Oh, that's that's sick. Yeah, they were really cool. But anyway, South Shore Wine Trail um, starts, whichever way you start, there's um, Carpenter Creek in Remington. That's uh, south of us on 65. I've not been, but I've heard really good things. Actually, the gentleman that I work with was just telling me about it, and mm-hmm. he was very uh, pleasantly surprised with that. And it's probably in the southernmost section of the 219 area. Code. What is this? It's called Carpenter Creek Cellars, mm-hmm. and it's down in Remington, Indiana, mm-hmm. and it's housed in a horse barn. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Very farmsy. Yeah. I bet. I also hear they have a really friendly dog. Yeah. So. (laughs) I love dogs so much. I want to do it. Yeah. So when you say that there's changes to it, are the 10 wineries changing? Um, I think, I'm not sure which one. um, I think one of them is closed. Okay. And like this one, the uh, stop number five, four corners, it Uh says coming soon on this brochure, but they're already open. Okay. Um, So we just need an updated brochure. I see. Actually, there is another meadery on the the trail. It's Misbehaving Meads. That's in Valpo. 
Um, yeah. And then Aftermath Cidery. So if you've never been to a cidery, there's an I option there. I love Aftermath. Okay, yeah. you've been Very Aftermath. Very fun. Yeah. yeah. So, well, well, wonderful. Thank you for being on the show. And I'm just going to turn over to you if you have anything else you want to add. I mean, thank you guys for having me on. Oh. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad you guys came back it's, and enjoyed oh, it totally. so much to come back. Totally. This is a really cool opportunity for us. And, yeah, yeah we appreciate it. And thanks for well, it's letting such me sit a in. pleasure for us. And, uh, actually, we have a small small gift for you to what? enjoy. No way. Yes. Oh, ooh, thank you so, so much. Some it's goodies that you can share beautiful with shark- Allison if you would I w- like. I will definitely Tony. share that. I had the idea of doing this one. Um, the uh, the guy you. that I host one of my other million podcasts with, yeah. um, he kept talking to me. He goes, I want to go try that orange creamsicle thing you have oh, on the show, yeah. but I can't find it. I'm like, go there. They right. have, I mean, you can't find it. Go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're talking, this back and forth bantering, and I'm like, you know, let's just go there and like I was asking we can just do it there that sounds fun mm-hmm. and he well just pulled up now that hey, he's now that timing. Larry brings that up do you outlet to like liquor stores or uh, grocery we stores don't yet uh, there's plans to do that we do have a couple of bottle shops in Illinois that have uh, some of our things I think the, it's called Iron and Glass um, crafted 1979 they have some of our stuff on tap cool so yeah they're they're out a ways but um eventually hopefully we'll, you'll see us on the shelves around here awesome oh, yeah. awesome i'll totally grab some yeah. well thank you so much for agreeing to be on our show sure. and thanks for having me I anytime th- loved it i think we're going to take a small break and pick out our flights mm-hmm. yeah me and greg and my best friend in the world chris are going to sample a bunch of stuff and it's probably going to get a little sloppy and it's going to be tight <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for the charcuterie box oh, totally. lovely thank you're you you're quite welcome appreciate it all right well, thanks a lot that was awesome yeah thanks well, for having me sure catch you on the flip side all right we're back we are back we got a whole mess of flights and we got uh, Chris. I'm Chris. That's Chris. Um, the rarest of the rare, me and Chris drinking uh, excessively and recording it and talking on the yeah. internet. That's uh, one of the thousand shows that I host. Chris is the, the co-host of. Yep. Anyway. So, since I've become a podcast nerd, I'm excited when we have guests on that have good speaking voices and to me Chris I've told you this outside of the show but you have the perfect podcast oh, voice thank you you I've, have a I great tone that. you have clarity you can understand you it's a pleasure to have you on our show well, thank you very and much I'm looking forward to it's this it's a pleasure so to be here I've, I've been looking forward to doing a show with you guys for a while so I'm, I'm excited to be here and cool. this, is, this is the perfect episode for me because it involves wine. So <laughs> Great to have you. We had you penciled in for another winery, but this one's closer, and it works just the same. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, we wanted to go to... Um, Lambstone. Lambstone. You remember, like, I don't know, months ago, I sent you pictures of that crazy-ass fly yeah. in that rack, and I'm like, you won't believe it. was like, this is like 12 bucks or some shit. It was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was a neat one, too. So we have some <laughs> treats. Usually we, we pre-podcast with beer or spirits. Uh, today our show is focused totally on meads, wine, and ciders. And we have a charcuterie box called the Bambino for each of us. Yes. And we gave one to our guest earlier. 
Uh, they are from the Old World Market in Valparaiso, and they're at 76 South Washington Street, and you can uh, visit them uh, at oldworldmarketonline.com. Cool. That place is super sick. I always love going there. It's one of my favorite places, and you know that uh, I've dabbled in making grazing tables and get a majority of my stuff there. Sure. I guess that's the uh, the place where I would plug my mom, because I have to plug my mom every show, and she <laughs> loves Old World Market. It, so, it's a wonderful place. If you can't hey, find something in there that tickles your fancy, then you're in the wrong place. Was, but the, the, this yellow cheese, whatever it is, is so good. Yes. I was just going to say, the, the cheeses have been amazing so far. The even these crackers, I, you know, <laughs> the crackers look simple, but they're delicious. Right. Yeah, they're, true. They're not your regular saltines or whatever. So, we each have a round of four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go, like, one, 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 and, like, go in a circle? Absolutely. Uh, let's do that. Um, do you want to start? You can start. Sick. Okay. So, um, I guess I should look at the menu so I can say what this is. Right? Yeah. Good call. And uh, they've provided wonderful menus at your table that you can tell what everything is. The ABVs. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll say all that stuff. So, currently, I am trying a Monk's Raspberry Cider, which is uh, 6.9%. Um, just says it's a tart raspberry and uh, semi-sweet apple cider. Pretty self-explanatory, I think, but let's go for it. It's a beautiful purple color. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Can you taste the raspberry? Yeah. I can, and the apple. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. This is great. Which, which one did you say that was? The, this is a Monk's Raspberry Cider. Monk's raspberries. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, who's next? Uh, we'll let our guests go next. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with, well, the, when she set these out in front of us, she said it's best to go left to right, so I'm going to do that. Uh, so the first one I've got is the Wildflower Rosé. Rosé. Um, which is uh, 14% by volume. It says bone dry mead and wild, I'm sorry, with wildflower honey. And I have no idea how to pronounce that word. Sang, 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 Anybody want to give it a shot? Sangiovese? Sangiovese. Sangiovese grapes? I don't know. Ask grapes. Yeah, it's grass. It's grapes. <laughs> uh, wildflower honey and grapes. Um, and it's, oh man, it smells delicious. She you're, said that, she said this one was really dry, but it smells sweet. You're like a, you're a dry wine dude. I tend to like more dry wines Yeah, as absolutely. Well. I, I'm usually a Chardonnay guy. And man, this is delicious. Dark Horse Chardonnay? Yeah, please sponsor our other show. <laughs> this is delicious. It is. It is on the dry side for sure, but it's it's absolutely delicious. Can you taste those side gives? Yes, actually, you can. <laughs> the, the grapes are really. They really punch through the, the honey. Very um, cool. It's very good. Good. Uh, my first one, and I'm going to follow the same pattern that she mentioned: is go from left to right. Uh, I did the blood orange cider. It's, I believe we did that the first time we were here, right? I can't recall. Um, it's crisp, citrusy cider with blood orange, and you know I love my blood orange wheat beer. And that, oh, sure, so this, sure. Color is cool. Hmm. It's very pleasant. Good. It almost 
smells like cinnamon when it comes to your nose. Cinnamon? Cinnamon! Cinnamon! Yeah, but you can taste the citrus and the blood orange. It's. I'm not a fan of ciders typically because they're usually sweet, but this one isn't overly sweet at all. That's. I. I didn't order any ciders just because I don't usually like the sweetness of them. But yeah. uh, maybe I would. I'd, I'd try one of those later. Yeah, this one is really good. I enjoy it. Hmm. So for a five ounce taster of this, it's three dollars. Which I mean, that's kind of solid. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah, that's that's a good size for that. Yeah. For, would you say three dollars? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good size for three bucks. What do I have next? I and have, like Haley said earlier, you add up all your individuals and you take two dollars off when you get a flight here. Kind of cool. Yeah. So next, I have a tropical haze, which is pineapple, guava, and passion fruit in the form of a cider. Also 6.9%. I think that's uh, the general ABV of all the ciders. I shouldn't say I think because I can literally see it, and that's what it says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, very yellowsy. It kind of looks like a hazy IPA. I was going to say it's it a little, looks little like a cloudy sample. <laughs> you should drink some water because this shit is dark. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Oh, that's uh, better than the first. Which is nuts because the first one was awesome, but this is awesome. So you've informed me that Chris is a germaphobe. Chris is a germaphobe. I am a germaphobe, yeah. But we usually share and you drank your first one completely (laughs) down without offering. Well, get over yourself. It was good. (laughs) Ooh. You'll like that one too. Yeah. Yeah, it's not sweet. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> it goes along with that breakfast theme again. Yeah, Couldn't you drink yeah, that for it's breakfast? Bre- it's breakfasty. It's a it's a brunch like you're wearing some like a polo and khaki shorts to somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like an, Did you want to try the blood orange? Uh, again. I've had it, but I will just take a drink of it. Oh. Yes. <laughs> sure. Ooh, sorry. That one was really good, Larry. I really liked that. Did either of you want to try this wildflower rosé? Uh, sure, if you don't go mind. Ahead, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> mm. How is it? You're right. It does smell sweet, and it's not yeah. sweet at all. Yeah, yeah it's bit. it's dry, but it's got... <laughs> I know, I'm just a very <laughs> shaky. I'm glad they don't fill these up too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's very dry, but it You're does have that... You're not going to like it. Oh, it I'm does not, have oh, that grapey really, yeah, taste. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... I'm but not, you try it. You, no, because then you'll have to finish it, because... It's, he already tasted it, so I'm... So I have to finish this? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like sand. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like dry. Oh, God. Yeah, I think it's oh, my God. Yeah. It's I so it, dry. Yeah. It's like soap. Like, it tastes like soap. <laughs> no, I think I it's delicious. Soap. Y'all are monsters. <laughs> um, my next one is the Orange Blossom, uh, which is a, uh, 13% by volume. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Turn up. <laughs> well, all the all the with me usually the drier you get the higher. True, and that's why. Me, and I me I like pours, dry. We talked about that earlier with um, what the hell is her name? Uh, her name is Haley. Right, I am a piece of shit for forgetting who I just talked to a moment ago. But she was just talking about the the pour levels and stuff and think like meads not being massive because like it's like wine. Yeah, you're not gonna give someone a pint glass of wine unless you are me (laughs) Um, but yeah this is the orange blossom 13% by volume 
says it's Florida orange blossom honey, uh, semi-sweet and lightly carbonated. Ooh, got some fizz. <laughs> oh, it smells very sweet, and you can definitely smell the citrusy. There, that orange blossom is very fragrant in it. Right on. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> the, just the slight fizziness is really nice. Um, it's it's very strong on the honey. Um, like, I know that first one you could barely... I mean, I know it was brewed from honey, but it didn't have a honey taste. It had more of a yeah. grapey taste. But this one's got a really good honey taste to it, and it definitely has, like, a after an aftertaste of orange. I wish the listeners could see your face. Your <laughs> eyes closed, and you're like... That's so I, good. I, I wish <laughs> the listeners could see his shirt. He is wearing a shirt that looks, it's a very abrasive black metal typeface with a cross, but it says, Let, or what, can, can I, I pet, pet your, your dog? dog? I feel like his shirt is going to give me a seizure if I look at it too long because I can't make out what it says. And that's black metal. Yep. But yeah, this is, this is very good. And it's not, it's not overly sweet either. I mean, it's got the nice honey taste to it, but it is just like, it, it's a semi sweet. Just. Uh, Perfect. Not right now. Okay. Chance might not be there for much longer. <laughs> okay, this... Oh, no, it's your turn. I'm sorry. It's my turn. And that I think I'm going to do this first. I'll let you try it first. Well, right. That, would, that would make sense. This is um, the Stone Ginger. It's 14% ABV. It's got peach, apricot, mango, and ginger, and it's served lightly carbonated. Now, we had this the first time, and I enjoyed it that much to get it again. That was the one that we were going to go cheers at. Oh, wow. And I, I held the up my ginger. glass to cheers you, and you just grabbed my glass out of my hand. <laughs> I did. Do you remember that? I did. Yeah, that for sure happened. And I'm like, what do you... No, that's, you don't do oh, that. wow. That's delicious. Yeah, man, this is a, everything here is sick. You're good. I've had it. Okay. Appreciate you, though. Yeah. Oh, I love ginger. That one, you could almost... Um, I, I feel like you could warm it up and like a, mull it with mm-hmm. more ginger like and a all the spice. Type of deal? Yeah. Like a Christmassy thing. A yeah. Christmassy wine. God, it's it's rich. You can taste the honey in that. Very cool. And you can really taste the Here, ginger. Would you like to try this, uh, the old orange blossom as well? <clears throat> I think my next one we all have, right? Is that the. It's like the, it's something about the firefighter. This is this orange blossom? This is, yeah, orange blossom. Well. Smell it. Smell that that orange. Oh. She keeps checking on us and thumbsing up and <laughs> she is <laughs> super sick. Oh, she has way more tattoos in her back than I thought she did. Right on. Anyway. Uh let's try it. Still too dry for you? Yes, but <laughs> not as dry as the other. So I could drink more of that if yeah. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> like say we had a session one night and we were going to record something and all I had was that. I'd be like, all right, fine. This is fine. <laughs> okay. But if I had other things, I'd be like the last resort. Come alive into pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd we leave off? Um, it's Larry's. I have oh. that. Um, she gave us a lot of information about it. It's this the, the firefighter, the wildflower. Yes, uh, BBA, BBA wildflower. wildflower so B3. it's uh, fifteen point eight percent. 
which is uh, really high. Yeah. So uh, let's go. I'm in. Um, <laughs> wildflower mead made with local honey and hops um, aged in bourbon barrels for 18 months. Yes. And I guess uh, a firefighter in Lowell raises bees for fun, which yeah. is super tight. Yeah, that's what she said. She got the honey from locally sourced from Lowell. Very cool. Um, I love when anyone sources anything locally. Um, shout out to that guy for raising his bees <laughs> and uh, putting fires out. That's probably very tough. So you're a G for that. And uh, yeah, let's try it. Do you also have this, right? I have and this do you one have also. It? No, she talked me out of it since oh. you had it. Okay, well, you want to try it at the same time? Yeah, sure. Kill two birds? Huh. Very, very honey Honeyzy, yeah. not a word. And it's very bourbon-y, too. It, it's, it says it's aged in bourbon barrels for 18 months. Yes. It's, it's uh, good. Oh, it's local hops and honey. But yeah, it's Ooh. it's it's sweet, definitely on the sweeter end, um, but not overly sweet because I don't I don't like overly sweet, and I could drink this. I day. think it's underly sweet, but you know. You think what? It's underly sweet for me. It's not underly sweet. Have it, but I don't want to. Um, okay. <laughs> it's almost got a coconut taste to me. Oh, that's why I can I can kind of see that, yeah. But yeah, I I do definitely taste the bourbon. Which yes, yeah. I'm not. I'm not usually a big bourbon fan, but it mixes well with this. It does. I'm not a bourbon person. Speaking of bourbon, shout out uh, Devin and John from Two Mike's there in Kentucky on a bourbon trip right now. Which is oh, that's tight. cool. Yeah, they've uh, they took a tour at Buffalo Trace and then they posted their lunch, which looked like they had some killer barbecue and mac and cheese. And so, cheers to them. Yeah, that sounds fun. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I guess since we kind of I was going to say, Greg, you knocked wanna... out, it's your turn now. Okay, huh? so she directed me um, to do the coconut blossom, and that's going to that's going to be a sweeter uh, mead. Um, it's thirteen point five percent ABV. It's a sweet traditional mead, and this one is aged in rum barrels. Rum barrels. Everything's aged in a bourbon barrel. That's cool. That's different. Well, rum is different than bourbon. No, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> that, no shit, rum is different than bourbon. But I'm saying, you see bourbon aged stuff all the time. It's not often you see rum aged. That's cool. I think it's along the line. I'm sorry, I went. Oh, no, first. That's, I, I'm not. You said that's the coconut one, right? Yeah, you don't yeah. do coconut, I'm, right? I'm not big on coconut. At all? <clears throat> no, not really. That's ridiculous. Although, I do love. Uh, a pina colada, but that's like all the that's all the coconut I do. Huh? It's very similar to the last one, but you can tell it's rum instead of bourbon, right? It's, it's so much because rum is already way, way, way sweeter than most liquor. This is really something. You can hold on to that one. No, I've got so many glasses of things here. Here, <laughs> well then, here, then you take this one. <laughs> and which, which one was that? That honey that bourbon one. Coconut. That was coconut blossom. Oh, coconut blossom. Okay, that, yeah, that was that's on the bottom tight, of the man. Oh, so we're back to me now, huh? Yep, back to you. I'm most excited for this one. Do you know what an atomic cake is? Yeah. Because apparently it's like a super Midwest thing, and I never knew the term. So I'm like, I googled it. I'm like, of course I know this cake. That's, oh yeah, yeah. This is an atomic cake as uh, a mead. So, what's it say? Twelve point six ABV. Pretty high. Uh, strawberries, bananas, vanilla beans, cacao nibs, um, 
metal foam and orange uh, orange blossom honeys. I don't know specifically what that is, but they used like real fruit and all that for this, like she talked about earlier. Um, that's rad. What did I say? Eighty pounds of bananas she peeled. They all peeled oh, wow. by hand in here. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. That sounds rough. Anyway. I've been really psyched on this, so let's see how it goes. Here, I'll let you. Oh, and uh, he has one too, so you can try. Yeah. Thank you very much. So let's go for it. I'm curious if you can taste the notes. You can taste all that. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's weird. That's weird. I want to chew it like a cake. You smelled it. Yeah, I was going to say, I I smell, the first thing I smelled was strawberry. It reminds me a lot of that peanut butter one we had here. Which the longer go, the longer you let it flight. sit on your tongue, the the more layers you taste of it. Like That's what she said, yeah. <laughs> it's like immediately it's like banana and, and strawberry. But now, like now that it it's settling, I it's I taste the chocolate in it and totally. Oh, absolutely. That's crazy. That is delicious. This is really really good. <clears throat> I like this. This is fun. This is a cool finale. I like this. This is a good one. It's a lot of fun. This yeah. is a lot of fun. That is so good. Well, that's uh, that's the end of I, this flight. I've got one more. Oh, well, I don't care. No, sorry, <laughs> uh, I'm um, the worst. Uh, don't you? You don't, don't you have one more too? No. Oh, okay. Well, because we Chris has one more. What we do we got? I got uh, Foxy Mountain, which is 14 percent by volume, and it's sparkling p- piment. Piment, maybe. I don't know what that word means. Uh, with muscadine grapes from Tennessee, or muscadine, muscadine. You get the ones with all the, the rough I know, words. I know. I <laughs> should have thought about that before I ordered them. Well, it is what it is. Oh, man. I don't know what that is. I, the, I recognize the smell. It's delicious, but I can't. It's definitely grapey. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like Moscato. This is a very sweet wine. Yeah, it's. I mean, no, I literally taste like Moscato. Oh, I, I'm guessing that's the mus, muscad, muscadine. What, I don't know. Oh, muscadine yeah, grapes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a. There's some hints of that word in there. I get that. I always like. Oh wow! I'll tend to shit on someone when they're like, "This is Moscato," and I'm like, "Cool, what are you like? 14? What are you doing with Moscato?" But then I try. I'll drink a glass of Moscato. I'm like, "Oh god, it's so good." Very grapey. Yeah. Right. Very grapey. Am I supposed to kill this? Go you can. Oh, I mean, you not <laughs> he won't it take it off of our lips. So yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little sweet for me. This is going to sound so crazy, right? But hear me out. It's got an essence of the way <laughs> a firecracker smells <laughs> in a positive way. Yeah, I don't even know where to go with I, that. Yeah, I have no idea what that means, but... <laughs> I don't either. That's why I said, hear me out, and then you instantly did not. <laughs> no, I, we heard you. just doesn't... And we're making fun of you. <laughs> yeah, well... I, is that maybe the carbonation? That, like, I don't the... know. There was like a a dark ashiness or something. I don't know. It was weird. I wish I knew what that word piment means. Um, that's uh, that's the thing that they put into firecrackers. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you got it. That makes sense. You are so quick witted, so quick witted. Only thing I'm quick at is I just got I just enjoyed that grape 
the grapeness of it. Was, it. Good it was very grapey. Yes, I am pine. Cool. Yeah. Well, you let me know what that says. Yeah. So this is the end of this flight. So do we, you want to? Oh, okay. You want to chill for a minute? A I, you know, I should have known this. A piment. The definition of piment is literally just a mead that is made with honey and grapes. So oh. it's it's like half mead and half traditional wine. Well, thank you for looking oh. that up. And I, slammed his ball to the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's the end of the first flight, so we're gonna we're gonna take a few recoup, because um, uh, I already feel something. I didn't <laughs> think this was gonna. I knew this was gonna be a pretty intense experience, and honestly, this might be a bit lengthy, but uh, probably wouldn't hurt to take a breather, right? right. Meat is a. Uh, it's a bit more intense than regular wine. You know, yeah, it's a little stronger, it and, it, and it hits you in a different way. Yeah. So, like, if you're not used to it, like, you could drink all the wine you want, but you get a glass of mead, and it, it's it's almost like champagne, you know? It goes straight to your head. Yeah. Oh, God, champagne is the most fun. It's so, like, you ever drink champagne and just had a bad time? Hell no. <laughs> champagne? Well, you, usually you don't crack a bottle of champagne unless you're already having a good time, right? Yeah, right. like, right. who... who pop champagne in like a miserable scenario <laughs> I would on that note we'll catch you on the second flip side okay we're back we are back we took a, a pretty considerable breather yeah um, which probably necessary because we have more meat I yeah. feel like I haven't seen Chris forever so I haven't it either was, it was I, fun to catch up and yeah See what the kids are doing and how Ashley's doing and, yeah. and that type I'm, of thing. I'm uh, I'm a bit of a homebody, so I don't I don't do this kind of That's stuff. That's knuckle much. tattoo. What's that? Knuckle tattoo. Homebody. homebody? Oh my god! Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> you should yeah. do that. Well, I was gonna get you know the story of my my personalized license plate, right? I do. My license plate it says Beef Life, and originally. I wanted to get beef life as knuckle tattoos because Italian beef is like my favorite food in the world. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to get beef life as a knuckle tattoo, and my wife said she'd leave me. So the compromise was that I'd get it as my vanity plate on my car. So that's that's where we're at now. I mean, it's a decent compromise. It is. It, for it's, sure. It's a smart compromise for sure, but I still want it. <laughs> so. And it's only like forty-five extra dollars to get this. Yeah, yeah. It's really? not as expensive. No, as I, 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 was. I thought growing up that vanity plates were super expensive, and yeah. it really it wasn't bad at yeah. all. Well, shoot. So, I'm thinking of getting Tasty Two One Nine, but I don't know if I want to do that oh, yet or not. Do it. Why yes. wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely, do it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. So every guest that comes on, I like to ask them, what what has been your favorite episode of ours and why? Um, I, you know, I think I mentioned this to Larry, like, right after the episode dropped. And I, let me see if I can look up the episode number real quick. Sure. Um, it was, it was the episode when you uh, interviewed the, the woman that does the snacks with her kids. The oh, free, the tribe is treats? it freeze dried yeah. snacks? I just I loved that you know you were actually kind of like what we're doing today that you were tasting things as you talked you know and don't get me wrong your your restaurant reviews are fantastic because yeah. they're Thank thorough you. they're thorough you guys and you guys both have like such a crazy opposite way of looking at things yeah, so sure. you really get the full dynamic of a restaurant when you review it so that's fantastic but I just loved I loved listening to like you could hear 
how things tasted. Freeze dried ass, like <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even just. I know a lot of people are really turned off by eating on mic. That's which I'm. I'd be surprised if you didn't get messages or emails about that. We didn't. No. Wow. Actually, we've heard a lot of feedback about that one specifically that people thought was cool. It was yeah. a, it was a very fun episode. I, yeah. I really liked it. And, and uh, we didn't know who she was, and like we were on the Zoom call, and I'm like, hey, no, no shit. I walk yeah. with you at Caleb's wedding. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was uh, wild. Yeah, crazy. that was crazy. <laughs> I, hearing that play out, like <laughs> as it, that, went, was, that, was, that was strange. Man. But yeah, that was that was a very fun episode. Cool. I like that one. Yeah. Good to know. What about you? What's your favorite one? What's my favorite episode? Yeah. Oh boy. I haven't even heard it yet, but I'm going to say this one. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they all get better and better. I real anytime we have Steve on, I love it. Um, guests are always fun. The, the peak was a uh, riot. The peak was fun. I had a lot of fun with Stavi and Taylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they had fun too. You know, they just asked us to. It, uh, Taylor did if she could be on the show again real soon. That they she both are more it. than welcome to be on. They were great. They, want. they were great guests. They yeah. were fun to listen to. Yeah. Love both of them. They're great people. All, all fun. We're anyway. at the point now we're like going in different directions and it's Yeah, we're at I think it's good to the change up. So. A meadery. Drinking mead and like live. Like yeah. Yeah. not yeah. our Yeah, format. it suddenly got really loud in here. There's a lot more people in here. I feel like I'm shouting to you. We're on we're on mics, it's cool. <laughs> All right. So we got one more flight to share between us. Instead of each having our own personal flight, um, because we all do need to get home at some point. Um so I guess uh, since Chris has his his germ, my, my germ, his germ issues, I'm sorry about that. Don't, makes, no, this no, makes no, the whole thing just, harder. Just, no, I feel like maybe we should should just have these things. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess you're gonna start all of them. So hopefully you pick ones without exotic ass words in it. Oh crap! Okay, well I, I'm just <laughs> gonna do the left to right again. Uh, start with the this one's called Star Thistle. It's 13%, and it's a traditional mead made with star thistle blossom honey from northern Michigan. It sounds like it's going to poke my throat. <laughs> All right. It smells very good. For, for a traditional mead, it actually smells uh, like a lot, a lot more tangy than I expected. I expected a sweeter smell. I'm almost tempted to go up to the bar and be like, hey, one of y'all, come over here and sit down. To, to a stranger. I said that earlier, and you're like, I'm not having no stranger on the show. I'm full of meat Oh, that's, <laughs> that's fantastic. I feel like that would be fun. It's not overly sweet. You're pro- it's probably going to be too dry for you. <laughs> well, dr- drink a little more of it so I don't have to... I didn't have any of it. Well, you drink like a considerable amount of that so I can just do a sip. I think that's very good. Not for you? <laughs> this one is not for me. Oh, I like it. It is It is dry. It smells like Hobby Lobby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I do, cinnamon. actually. And Hobby Lobby just smells like straight cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, you know, it's not nearly as sweet as I expected, and it's not nearly as... Honeyish, as I expected. Hear me out. I get the firecrackers. Again, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I don't like that I, one at all. 
Because it's the firecrackers, because you don't like to eat explosives. <laughs> I get it. You don't like firecrackers. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, Chris starts again, because, you know, uh, germs. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, this one is, Le- what she say, Lahua Blossom? Shit. Yeah. Lahua Blossom, which is uh, rare Hawaiian honey, delicate notes of pineapple, mango, and peach. It sounds 12, like I'm going to like it. 12.4% by volume. I can, we had it last time. It's a, foot, it's a foot away from me. I can smell it already. Very fruity, very tropical smelling. Tropical. Mango is definitely like the, the big smell. The, the big, mango. Do you remember the mango from SNL? Oh, wow. Chris Katia yeah. with the little shorts? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Oh, wow, that smells fantastic. There it is. What you think? That's very, very good. It's, it almost tastes like... Uh, I, I, maybe it's because the, the nose on it is very mango-y, but sure. I, very, I taste a lot of mango on it. Don't taste the pineapple as much. I don't want any more, but... Thoughts? Um, slightly very peachy. perfumey. Yes. Yes, very much. Mm, it's like potpourri. I don't smell no mango. I taste it. I smell pineapple. See, I, I was hoping for more pineapple. I didn't. And I smell Hobby Lobby. <laughs> for real. Maybe this place smells like Hobby Lobby. I don't know. Fuck Hobby Lobby. That one is semi-sweet. Good. It's good. I like this. I would I would get a glass of this. Yeah. I like, I, I like that one I a do. lot. I do like that very much. Uh, What's next? Um, is the peanut butter one. Actually, no, no. This is Naked Chernobyl. Oh. Okay. Um, I specifically got this because naming any beverage after Chernobyl is insane. So uh, I had to know. So this is Naked Chernobyl, 14% by volume. It's Mont Montmorency. You had to order something I can't pronounce. Montmorency and Balaton cherries with orange blossom honey. Okay. And the color is, it's like a, I don't, I don't know, like cherry. a... It looks, yeah. it looks like a red wine. Yeah. Definitely smell the cherry in it. Yeah. That's very sweet. Nice. Let's go. Man. That's very sweet. That's... Uh, too sweet for you? A, a bit too much for me. Okay. I, it's delicious, but... Uh, that that tastes like uh, it tastes like a headache, you know. <laughs> like if, if I have too much of that, I'm gonna have the worst hangover in the world tomorrow. Right on, right but on. But it, it is understand. it's delicious. Don't get me wrong. It's it's very smooth. What do you think? I agree with everything Chris said. The headache and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's very smooth. Very cherry. Yeah. It's almost like Welch's cherry. Oh yeah. Punch or cho- cherry juice. What I'm. Have you- you're both Catholic, so you might not have ever experienced this. Have you ever done communion at a church that isn't Catholic before? I have. That's what that tastes like. Yeah. Like non-denominational yes. church wine? Yeah, which I'm, oh, I'm pretty sure is Joe's Welch's, Because I to be feel honest. like non-Catholic churches use grape juice. Right. Where, okay, yeah, Catholics where, turn up, man. Where they do Catholics real. use altar wine is what they call is, it. Well, I've never had altar wine. What is it? What's it taste like? 
Is it, it bad? It's just red wine. The thing is, like, at a, at church, it's 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 hard to judge the wine because it's watered down, literally. Like they, that's part of it. They pour wine <laughs> or they pour water into it. So, ah, and really, you're getting like a sip. It's not like you're drinking a mouthful or anything. It's. I've always been curious to know what Catholic community I feel like, like, but I, I feel remember like I that my ex-in-laws liked the altar wine so much at our church that when the priest came over for dinner, he would bring them a bottle. Really? I feel like that's a true story. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if you can buy that anywhere. Altar wine? I remember I remember it didn't taste bad. Like even as as a kid when I did my first communion, I was expecting like nasty, you know, adult beverage taste and I I remember liking it as a kid so it's funny to watch Catholics take communion because some are like they just put it to their lips and then others like (laughs) chug it yeah I mean they're trying to turn up (laughs) and then you have the poor altar servers that have nothing left in their chalice to give the parishioners and the people pretend that they're taking it (laughs) um if I was ever in a any type of successful metal band I absolutely would find a winery and be like, we're collabing and making altar, like something called altar wine, altar wine. branding it as altar wine, which I, there's no way I'm the first person. I'm sure no, like Ghost has, has altar wine. Oh, yeah. A ghost of all bands. Absolutely. But anyway. Yes. Um, Shout out to the Lord. Now we got, bam. All are welcome. All are welcome. That's my song, man. Um, you know that song? Yeah. Hell yeah. Everyone does. I didn't. Um, bam, peanut butter and jam is this this bam. next one. 13% by volume. Concord grape and roasted peanuts. Says liquid peanut butter sandwich. And wow. Wow. It smells like a peanut butter sandwich. It's supposed to. Bam! Wow! Wow! <laughs> the the wow. peanut, the the amount of peanut is crazy. Yeah, that's the point. It, it's wild though. I had it the first time I was here, and I was like, "Oh no way!" It's crazy because I mean, it's sweet, but it's also nutty and weird. I love when you put a glass up to your nose and you can smell, yeah, what you're gonna taste, and you smell the peanut butter. And then you taste the jam, it seems like. Yeah, it's Oh, all. my God, that's delicious. Isn't it good? I don't mm-hmm. like sweet that much. That is very sweet, too. <laughs> well, the, the jam part's sweet. Do you know how the... many of those you've said that to today? <laughs> I, you know, I if, don't like I think you like sweet shit. <laughs> if it's good, it's good, you know? I, I actually, I this this was a great idea. Like I, I was excited about this because I actually I prefer mead over wine. I like really? I like the honey over the grape. So, sure. um, I was excited to do this because it, it's it's hard. You know, at the grocery store or the liquor store or whatever, your selection of meads is very small. Yeah. You know, and most of it is just Oliver, which Oliver's solid. Oliver's okay for cheap. Oliver know? and Company. Um, I think one of my favorites was the one that you picked that had the the honey and the grape together. Yeah. That one was really good. What was that? That was the Foxy Mountain. Foxy Mountain. Man, that that peanut butter and jelly is crazy. Yeah, you can man. taste every bit of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. They nailed it. It's it's something, man. It's hard to explain, but that's I mean, really what even, it is. It almost you almost even taste like the breadiness in it, you know? Like yeah. I wonder if that's the yeast or I it's man, it's crazy. Yeah. It is really good. That is fantastic. Uh, it's one of my favorites. 
And then what was this last one? It's called Oh Yeah. Oh Yeah. Which oh. is based off of Kool-Aid. The, um, yeah, the Kool-Aid, 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 Kool-Aid lemonade. Br- right. Yeah, so blueberry lemonade. Oh Yeah, because of the, the Kool-Aid monster. He's not a monster. He's a pitcher. Um, he's but also a he's a, a pitcher with a face and arms, is, and that is kind of a monster. <laughs> is the Kool-Aid man, is he the juice or the bowl? Fuck. Um, <laughs> That's a, a meme I saw. Which, <laughs> do you mean pitcher? I, yeah, is he, is he the juice? Is the juice inside? Because the Kool Aid Man is a pitcher, right? Yeah, he's a pitcher. Yeah. But yeah, the, like, I only said bull because, like I said, it's a meme I saw, and I, I, just, yeah, I was which, dying laughing with that which, one. Which one is it? That's that's something to chew on. Huh. Uh, he's also not anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Do kids even drink that anymore? It was like a staple. Oh, for me growing up, yeah. Uh, my kids do the Kool Aid Jammers, the, which yeah. is almost like Capri Sun, but with Kool Aid. And what's nice about them, you can get the the zero sugar ones, mm-hmm. and so you're not just like stuffing them full of sugar, and they taste just as good. Did you have a favorite flavor of Kool Aid? Mm. I was gonna say Ecto Cooler, but that's high C. Green. Yeah, green <laughs> was always my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it. I don't know if it was apple. I don't know if it was lime, but it was green, it was green flavor. Green, yeah, yeah, exactly. Green Kool Aid. Um, that one it ranks up there, and Black Cherry was Black Cherry Kool Aid was tight. Man. I was never into Black Cherry when I was a kid. No, and especially it stained so bad. Like just making it, your fingers would be purple, and but yeah, I know. It's very blueberry smelling. It looks like Dawn dish soap. It looks like fish should be swimming in it, like maybe gummy fish. Okay. Or like uh, gummy sharks. Yeah. Gummy sharks are one of the more underrated candies in the world. I love gummy sharks. Is it tight? That is very good, yeah. It's Is that all you want? Or blue ras- blue raspberry, not blueberry. Oh, uh, you only had that this, little sip. This tastes like those uh blue freeze pops. Yes, exactly. It's got a very freeze pop flavor. Actually, oh, you know what it tastes like? Is the the blue part or maybe the white part of a bomb pop. Yep. Oh, I totally get that. So, wait, do you want any more of this? I don't. So, this is all me. Yeah, go for it. This is only 6%. This is... Yeah, go for it. It's slightly fizzy. It probably was fizzier when she set it down, but it... It smells so citrusy and sweet and sugary. Although they said a, a few of these were carbonated, I think they weren't... Oh, this one is the most carbonated of them all. Yeah. Okay, you know the red, white, and blue Smirnoff? <laughs> Just like a bomb pop. Is that is that what the bomb pops are? <laughs> yeah, that's this. Yeah, um, that it's not underhanded because those shits are delicious, and I don't care who knows I said that. They're great. I used to, you know, from the time I was twenty-one until I was like twenty-five. I'm gonna guess you're gonna say something about Mike's heart. No, not Mike's heart, oh. but it, it might as well have been. I, you know, the Smirnoff, uh, the triple black, Smirnoff ice triple black. Yeah. That's all I drank. Like, even going out to the bar and stuff, man, people ripped into me bad. Yeah, well. Because, oh, you're not drinking beer. No, but, like, there's other options that aren't that. <laughs> that's what I liked, man. I mean, and that's cool. Do Live your life, but... <laughs> no, I can't drink them anymore. That should taste they good, make me man. Sick. For real. Give me but it's but. 200% sugar, and you it have two sweet. of them, yeah. and you're going to get sick. Yeah. yeah. I got really sick at your house in Cedar Lake. When I was probably 20 mm-hmm. um, From drinking a bunch of Smirnoff Ice uh, If you were 20 I didn't know you were drinking at the time And I've 
would not have supplied you with alcohol. You okay. must have, you must have snuck it into my house on. Uh, <laughs> uh, statute of limitations is probably oh, gone at this point. You also on another show said some crazy illegal thing you did like a year ago. I, I yeah, I've done a lot of illegal so, things. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, we had everything, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Is that is that it? Good, it is. It is nice to have you back. I'm at the, table. at the cool kids' table. I want to put the the T Pain thing on that. Please do the auto tone. Auto tune. I mean, I'm very serious. <laughs> Except make it be like, I wish that I could be like the cool kids. You know that song? I do now. Okay. Actually, I, I, I have heard that. Yeah. Somewhere. Echo Smith. That's that's the band. I don't know if they have any other songs. Just just that cool. one's the only one. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So you have a, a 5K that you yes assembled yourself. Okay, yes. So I like to run. I'm a big runner, actually. That's crazy. I actually have a, a half marathon next month that I'm running. Very uh, cool. Yeah, excited. I'm really excited. But That's awesome. It's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard on your body. But anyway, uh, my well, boss, Tony. Cheers to you for that. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, my boss, Tony, last year, we were having a staff meeting, and he said, I want to do more stuff for charity. And I instantly was like, oh, can I do a run? Can I host a run for us? And he's like, yeah, do it. Like, make it happen. Cool, man. <laughs> so I never put together an event like that before, but I've run enough of them to kind of know, like, what needed to happen. Um, so last year, uh, we sold 40 tickets. We raised over $1,000 for uh, the bees. So the, the run is benefiting just the bees in general because, you know, sure. we, we couldn't do what we do, make mead, without yep. honey. Um, also, bees are responsible for one in every three bites of food we take. So not just bees, but all pollinators. So without yes. pollinators, wow. uh, a lot of people would go hungry. And yeah, there's... Like, dude, shout out bees in every regard. For except sure. Except for the fact that if I get stung by a bee, I'll die. Oh. Um, I'm allergic to bees, but, like, my respect <laughs> of bees is super high. Yeah. You know, I've tried the last couple of years, I put one of those... Uh, I don't know, I, you buy them at Menards. They're like the bee habitat kind of thing that mm-hmm. you hang on your trees. Yeah. I put one of those up in my backyard the last two years. I don't think I've gotten a single one in there yet. But yeah. I, so I don't know what I need to do they to attract like, oh, them. This is that Menards shit. I don't <laughs> want this. I don't want Menards. I'm, I want Home Depot shit. I think I'd like uh, <laughs> research what kind of flowers attract bees, and maybe that might. Oh help. yeah. So um, if you're gonna if you're gonna plant some some local. Fauna is the best. I'm sorry, local flora is yeah. the best. So anything in this area that attract, actually, you know what you could do? You go to any garden center, you see where all the pollinators are going. I learned oh. that. I learned that trick recently. You're like, hmm, what plants do I buy? You look at what plant all the they're all going to, and you just buy that plant. Yeah, they smart. like it. Oh. Um, yeah. Lavender's a really good one. It smells oh, good I was too. Lavender is one of my favorite scents. So. I love I love lavender too. So that's a good tip for that. But anyway, this year. Run for the Bees, October 19th at the Lake County Fairgrounds, uh, 5 p.m. Race starts at 5.30. Tickets are available on ticketstripe.com slash Manic Run for the Bees 2022. Um, tickets are $25, and it goes all goes to the Bee Conservancy this year is the charity we decided to go with. And they work to put beehives in uh, like poverty areas so Very that cool. they can grow more local produce themselves. 
Um, so yeah, really excited about that. And this year, my goal is to sell 60 tickets. Um, my dream is 100, but it's only our second year, so I'm aiming high. But we'll but see what happens. You know, that's good though. 60 for your second year is pretty solid. I, I hope I can I can make it. So I think you can. Thank you for, for letting me talk about it. Oh, no problem. Now, how many times around the Lake County Fairgrounds is a 5K? It's two laps. Two laps. Yep. Um, so it starts at shelter number six, which is right across from the playground. Sure. And then you do a loop around uh, in the on the north side, and it loops around through the covered bridge, and then you go around the lake. And you go back to the shelter, and then you do it all over again. And uh, last year, man, we had some really fast people. Like uh, the the guy that run it, that ran it last year, that won the whole thing. He was this young kid. He was like 15, and he did it. He was fast. <laughs> so I hope he comes back this year. But you have walkers too. Absolutely. And then what happens at the end of the event? At the end, um, we well, I'm planning this year on giving out seed cards to everybody so they can plant something that bees like That's very awesome. Cool. as like a that participation cool. thing. That's very cool. Um, and of course we, we do have prizes um, last year. So I mentioned the guy, the kid that won. I had to give the prize to his mom because it was, it was mead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not much of runners, but I think we could, we could walk that. Yeah. I we? think that would be a good thing oh, for us. No, gosh, would, we would love to have For you. those of us that are not you. metrically minded, how, how many miles is 5k? Oh, it's, 3.1 miles. 3.1. Yeah. So. Not, not, no, that's not you terrible. You want to walk it with us? I, I might, actually. That sounds fun. I would love to have you guys. And yeah, the more the merrier. Honestly, probably record something during that. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool. We'll do that. Okay. We'll do that. I'll give you guys a poster that you awesome. can take with you. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you. I'm so kind of stoked about this. This is like this is like my baby, so thank you for letting oh, me talk about of it. Course, <laughs> of course. Thank you for all how awesome you've been today. Oh, you yeah. guys are welcome back anytime, even exactly. when you're not recording a podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. I do I do love coming here. I've been wanting to come here for a really long time, and every time I go past it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, shit, I have to go somewhere. I wish yeah. I had time to stop the, here. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talked about um, the nostalgic dreams on, I, I don't know how many episodes ago that oh. was. Four or five. Um, I've been obsessing about this place <laughs> since then. I've been, try- you know, I live in Lowell, so I've been trying to find it like at all my, all the liquor stores I could mm-hmm. stop at on the way home from work and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't normally come through Crown Point, but I was like, man, I gotta get there. I gotta get that. I gotta try that. And that was, you know, I know I didn't talk about it on the podcast, but I, I tried that before we started the flights, and holy cow, was that delicious. Everything I tried today was Wonderful. absolutely delicious. I'm really glad you guys enjoyed yourselves. That's oh, it was a great time. So much that makes us feel good, and well, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. And we just put out so much stuff all the time. So we're happy to have you guys back anytime. Well, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, are we out of here? We are. Tell them that they have merch that they can buy. They do have merch. They oh, have the if, shirts are so cool. If you know me, um, I listen to a lot of hardcore, so I wear a lot of camo. And they have a camo hoodie with, I believe it's embroidered. Uh, it has a big embroidered orange bee, and it's super sick. And there's probably a good chance I'm going to leave with it because I really like it. Um, their merch is really pretty. Uh, a lot of the art is understated and not gaudy. Um, it's great. A lot of breweries have kind of ugly merch, <laughs> and uh, not the case here. Yeah, I love and, it. And speaking of merch, our merch site is going to have a promo starting August thirty first, and that's fifteen percent off of 
anything that you buy. And so, also, since this is the last episode of season three, the next time you'll hear from us is season four. So that will mean there will be a huge new spread of merch in our merch store. And also pay close attention to our uh, socials because we are going to have a huge announcement coming up sometime in before, the next week. Yeah, in the next week about season four and where our podcast is going. Yes. We're excited about that. It's pretty cool. We thank you for listening to our podcast as always, and we look forward to seeing you in season four. And thank you, Chris, for joining our show. Thank you very much for it's having me. This always is always a pleasure for me to listen to your voice. <laughs> thank you. I have thank you. Mentioned this, I think, before on the show. Uh, I have known Chris for probably what twenty years. Yeah, I think so. at this point, yeah. Chris is my best friend in the world, and. Uh, that's what I just wanted to say that to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I was very excited that you asked me to be on. I've this, asked you to be on the show about I, ten times. I know, <laughs> but I'm, I, I, especially with this episode, this right, was, it made too much sense. This was the perfect place for me to come with you guys. Well, and we're going to do this, a tour of the the best Italian beefs in Northwest Indiana. Yes, <laughs> we would but absolutely the, love to have you anytime. I would love to come back. So thank very you very cool. much. Well, uh, that's it for us for this episode and season. Three seasons, man. What the hell? How did we do it? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity to be your co-host. I never thought I'd have so much fun. You're welcome. <laughs> I think I'm your co-host. You got the notes and the organization, and I'm the it works. The drunk guy cousin. It's it a perfect works. dynamic. <laughs> it, it really is, actually. All right, y'all, take her easy.